Get ready, Kentucky. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Commonwealth. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in bonus bets as an early sign-up offer. Plus, when you join FanDuel between now and September 18th, you'll also get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. This way, you can watch all the games and be all set when FanDuel goes live in Kentucky. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So join today to claim your $100 in bonus bets plus $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over in President Kentucky. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Kentucky. Unique user identification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Wherever your favorite team tailgates this season, there's a Cox's or Evergreen Liquors nearby. Your mileage may vary. Stop by for all your game day beverages and party supplies, wine, beer, spirits, and more. Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, everyone's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in. Man, final hour of the week. Goodness gracious, where does the time go here on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680, 1057, part of local programming until 6 o'clock today. Bobby V after me. And of course, roundtable, 3 o'clock mixtape, 530 on our air. You can catch the drive uh, 3 to 6 over there on 93.9 as well with our guy Mark Ennis, uh, if you are so inclined. Of course, he's got plenty to talk about on his side of things as well. We want to thank George Zabano's team bringing that lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios. 46 years in Louisville. Yeah, it's that good. Barano's Pizza, they got that dine-out, carry-in option that Dan loves. And you get that mustard out of Tailsville Road. But of course, George and the team down by the bridge, across from the Yum Center. Great for this, pe- uh, this coming Sunday, uh, the game against Pepperdine. Uh, I've put up the attendance photo uh, attendance uh, figure from the other day for uh, against Arkansas State four thousand three hundred and seventeen a new low by one hundred and fifty six scan tickets below New Mexico State uh, other programming a reminder uh, great game tomorrow North Carolina and Kentucky get that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show Gandolfo and Entz they got you around seven thirty Kentucky Fish and Wildlife wants to remind you to enter that twenty twenty four elk draw on their website uh, go do that today get in with your buddies. Just a very unique and cool opportunity as well. All right. I promised I would talk about this UK game because, uh, Zach, it's been a minute. And I, and I got a very nice text that, that somebody's been hanging out with me since since I filled in for Bob about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. And I, I appreciate that very much. Since I started here, I think this is the most excited I've been to watch a team that I have to talk about on Monday is for this game. Because I, I think we've all seen watching UK hoops that – the pieces are there. There's no question about if the pieces are there or not. The question is, how far are they going to develop the season? And how high is the ceiling? And I, I think it's a reasonable thing to look at it and know ceiling's pretty damn high. It's pretty damned high, especially since you've got a nice mix of younger guys with a couple of older stalwarts that are going to be consistent throughout the season. You don't have to worry about a Trey Mitchell. We've seen we have a, a very good sample size of him. That guy belongs at Kentucky as the fourth or fifth option on offense and playing solid defense and just being a body in that system. You've got look, you, you've got a, you got Reeves ready. He's going to have his games. Is he going to have off games? He is. But the good news is you have other guys that can actually shoot on this team. You have a Reed Shepard. You have a Dillingham. You have other guys. Edwards, when he's on, can shoot as well. And then you have the two guys from New Jersey who are going to make the difference. And it's DJ Wagner and it's Aaron Bradshaw. Bradshaw on the defensive end as a shot blocker. And I think eventually on the offensive end as well. And I talked about it yesterday. We'll get back into the breakdown of this game on individual matchups and those things in just a second. But DJ Wagner, with what Cal needs to do as far as how he sets up his teams, he needs two things. You need a rim protector. And it's college basketball, so it's not just Cal that needs this. You need great guard play. It's very simple. Um, And it is cliche for a reason. (laughs) <laughs> and I do think that in this case, um, they match up really well with North Carolina. The interesting part of this game, Zach, is you do get the full experience of 
a guy like Cormac Ryan, for example, on North Carolina's team, an old grizzled vet, is going up against Justin Edwards. And Justin Edwards, I will say this, I, I, don't, I don't think he's had a bad start to the season, but he has not been the number one overall draft pick that some people have told us he is either. And these are the kinds of opportunities, and it's one of the best things about basketball is you get so many of them. You get 30 opportunities a year in the regular season alone to show what you got. Not many as good as this. In Atlanta, big lights, CBS, evening on Saturday. Not many as good as this against a guy like Cormac Ryan. That, frankly, Justin Edwards should be better than. He should. Now, in the Herald Leader article that I'm looking at, I think this is Mark's story, they talk about that matchup being an even matchup. And I think that I think that this is the time as we get into December and these guys have 10 games under their belt, this is the time for them to take that next step forward. And I think for Justin Edwards, that chance is tomorrow. Now, they compare Adu Thiero and Harrison Ingram. This is where the matchup could be really bad. <laughs> Let's be really clear. Now, what's interesting is Thiero is the quietest of the guys on this team. We don't talk about him very much. He's averaging eight points a game and six and a half rebounds a game. And I don't think we talk about it. Because if I told you before the season, that's what a Thiero was going to say, was going to, excuse me, was going to say, was going to do, I think you would say to me, man, I'll take it. I'll take that in a second. With the injuries, with everything else that was going on, a Thiero showing up with eight and six and a half is really good. He's shooting over 70% at the free throw line. That kind of stuff. But he is not a Harrison Ingram. Let's be very clear. And I get it. Ingram's a transfer from Stanford. He's, he's a different, you know, he's a different cat that way. But again, he was one of the, you know, he's a McDonald's All-American. He's a streaky three-point shooter for sure. But he's got a, he's got a frame that Thiero just doesn't have. And I think there's a chance of bully ball tomorrow with those two. I'm the, the look the matchup of the day, and I don't think it's close. Is Baycott, and it's, and I just, I'm fascinated. So how how does this match up? Because you got Armando Baycott, you got to deal with Armando Baycott. Period. Conversation over six eleven. They list him at two forty. He's got to weigh what two seventy. <laughs> he's a big he's a big dude. Okay, sixteen and twelve this year. Over fifty percent from the field. Do people know that he's the career leader in rebounds and double-doubles for the University of North Carolina? Like, that's how long... I know he's been in college since I was in college, but at the same time, like, that's not something... Like, we talked about that with Issel all the time. Like, that he was still the leading rebounder and a guy... It took a guy like like Oscar to even think about breaking that record, right? Armando's got that at UNC. Baycott's got that. So the question turns into... Does Aaron Bradshaw play big boy minutes, or do they try to run Trey Mitchell against him? I'm fascinated by that. I wish Bradshaw had been a little healthier, a little bit sooner to get full Aaron Bradshaw experience for this matchup. My goodness. I'm already excited about it. I can't imagine had they had him the whole season. Because that issue that I talked about yesterday and the day before is is going to come to the forefront here with Armando Baycott. He's a limited guy. He's very good, but he's a limited guy. And how, how much he's able to guard on the defensive end is about 10, 12 feet out from the basket. That's about it. So guy like Aaron Bradshaw, if he's good from three tomorrow, look out. If Armando follows him to the three-point line, if they ask him to, to guard that way, then you've got DJ Wagner who can create his own driving lane and create absolute hell for the, for the Tar Heels. Absolute hell. I hope DJ doesn't fall in love with playing in this game and seeing R.J. Davis on the other side in a UNC uniform and think, I've got to go shot for shot with that guy. He can't do it. And it's okay to say he can't do it. He's not that kind of player. R.J. Davis, what's interesting is is build-wise, is that Tanner just screaming in the... Is that Tanner? Who, that was Nick? I, the professionalism around here just it baffles me. All right, so the... <laughs> Joe Flacco, Jamison Hensley. Man, oh, man. I hope he doesn't look at R.J. Davis and try to go shot for shot with R.J. Davis. It's just not going to happen. The other thing that can happen with this team that could be negative is that Antonio Reeves tries to do the same instead of just working within the offense. Tomorrow is one of those games 
where I think one guy on the floor is going to score 30 points. I think it's that kind of stage. It's that kind of up and down. It's that kind of what are we doing on defense kind of matchup for both teams. Someone's going to score 30 points tomorrow. And I think somebody could score 30 points and not win. I want to be very clear about that. And if the Kentucky guys stay within what they've been doing well, they can absolutely win the game tomorrow. And frankly, they should. I think they're more talented. Is North Carolina older? Yes. Are they bigger? Yes. That doesn't matter to me. That doesn't matter to me. Dan and I went back and forth on this forever. I think Dan and his, if he were still here, he would pick North Carolina tomorrow. If he were being true in his heart of hearts. He'd pick North Carolina. I'm picking Kentucky. I think they get it done. I think there will be stress enough. Just be yourselves. Just be yourselves. Just be yourselves. And then the doomsday scenario, Zach. Cal sees that the other team likes to run, and he tells his kids to slow it down. Doomsday with this team. Cannot do it with this team. Cannot do it. They are not cut for the half-court game. They are not. And I hope they don't go through a whole game trying to do that stuff. Zach, if if you had to pick someone that isn't R.J. Davis to score 30 points tomorrow, who is that person? Ooh. I think it's probably Antonio Reeves. That would That's my probably. first Probably. Because Reeves is capable of just having one of those games where he just shoots the lights out. I'll give it you could another, be Reeves. I'll give you another name. Okay. It's Aaron Bradshaw. It's Aaron Bradshaw. Wow. I wouldn't. That would now, have been way down the list. The guy who's going to get run and is going to get a ton, a ton of open looks is Rob Dillingham. He's going to get his looks. You think Reed could score 30? Yes. I don't think North Carolina is going to let him. I, I think being 6'3 will catch up to him in this game. Now, if it's R.J. Davis on him, that's a six-foot guy, then maybe he's got an advantage there. If he works within the flow of the offense, Reed Shepard's never – I should say that. Excuse me. Don't want to use the word never. Very rarely going to score 30 points mm-hmm. because he's the first pass guy, right? He's the second pass guy. Yes. Now, can he shoot? Of course he can, obviously. But I think I think that that's what we're looking at here. Seth Trimble, Jalen Washington. Uh, obviously, Jalen Withers is on that bench for UNC. The bench is better for Kentucky. It just is. Having Dillingham and, and Reed off the bench, having Shepard off the bench, is better than whatever they're going to bring. And Texas right there, boom, this is a Dillingham game. It, it, it damn well sets up for one. It really does. It sets up for one. That would have been my second choice. Okay. It would have been Reeves and then Dillingham. I, 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 there's something about Bradshaw. I, yeah. I think there's a chance that if they play within their flow and they've got the spacing and they've got they've got some kind of just flow to the offense and they get Baycott uncomfortable, I think they can get him in foul trouble and really open the game up. Baycott, I think they really can. This is going to be one of those games where Baycott either has 20 rebounds or he has like five because he gets in foul trouble early. I agree. Uh, Texter, Dan would choose the Tar Heels because Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. The thing is, Dan hates UNC. Hates UNC. I tried to bring that up. I brought it up with Ben Roberts yesterday, and he was like, no, no. People hate Louisville, don't worry. And I was like, eh. What did UNC ever do to Dan? He played them a uh, lot. Well. I think they were 2-1 and one against him. And Because uh, Dan never talks about LSU that way. He never talks about Pistol Pete that way because he went 6-0 and oh against Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete probably averaged like 50 a game. <laughs> oh, I'm positive he did. Yeah, right. Well, I'm sure Rupp is like, he's going to score. It, it's part of the deal. <laughs> you guys just got to move past that. Um, uh, Texter, Heard is going to fire KP tomorrow during that UK-UNC game and hire Jay Wright right in the middle of the game next Thursday just to, te- just to test UK's obsession for all things UFL. <laughs> That'd be great. Um Tom Creed looks like the guy that received a nuclear wedgie from his brother in law brothers in law Jim and John Harbaugh at a Harbaugh family outing, and then Jim Jim Harbaugh would hang him up by his underwear on a hook in the hallway. He does. It's so true. <laughs> Tom Creed. <laughs> oh man. So there you go. That's my take on the game tomorrow. I, I I'm legitimately it's as excited as I've been to cover a game, period. Um I wish it were up. I would be going. I, or or anywhere that I could drive. Your boy can't go to Atlanta on the spur of a moment. I'm not Mark Blakenbaker. I can't just do that. 
Is that not a good joke? It's pretty. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> uh, Texter, all older UK fans and players hate UNC more than anyone. Maybe Indiana second. I thank you. Thank you. I that that was my sense too. Ben was very fervent yesterday, which is fine. But I, I man, I I really felt that way too. I'm a little surprised that that was uh, that was his answer yesterday because I I do think he even he you know because he put Duke on that last that list too. But that's a '90s thing. Right, I'm talking about I'm talking about those earlier eras, Joe B and earlier kind of thing. Yeah, I think those guys definitely hate UNC because you hear Dan, man, Dan, Dan. <laughs> talk about Dean Smith, dude. I love it. <laughs> Maybe we get Dan back on on Monday for a reaction. If UNC played Louisville, who would Dan root for? <sighs> Louisville, no question. I think it's close. I, I'm telling you, the the man hates Tennessee and he hates UNC. That's that is the list. That is his hatred. Duke was a nothing when he was playing, and they never played Louisville, right? And they didn't play Louisville. That's right. Oh man, the, the way, just the, like sitting across from him talking about UNC was different, man. Oh, it was the whole thing. Hey, if you are just joining us, we are doing a Capital One Bowl Challenge uh, on ESPN.com as part of this show. Uh, we've had uh, a, a solid about ten people sign up during the show today, which is fantastic. If you need the link. Four three seven nine six eighty. Go ahead and text in um, the the show, and I will gladly send you the link. Uh, obviously, the bowl games start tomorrow morning, so maybe you get in uh, before then. Uh, it is a confidence pick, which I think is very funny. And um, let's make sure that you get in here. We've got prizes from our friends out of Buckler Farms, from Red Hot Roasters, and of course from Chef's Cut Pizza. Uh, get you taken care of uh, when the bowl season wraps, uh, wraps up as well. Uh, again, four three seven nine six eighty. Happy to text you. Uh, the link for our bowl challenge here on Rabot and Co. Uh, it's Rabot and Co. ESPN Louisville is the name uh, on the ESPN fantasy site there at ESPN.com. Uh, texter Adam Silver looks like. Ooh, can I read that? Oh, that's from Levitard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last person you see before you're cryogenically frozen. That's true. <laughs> no one does that quite like Levitard does, for sure. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's take our first break, the second hour. I'll come back. We'll talk horses. Zach will have his stupid horse racing question. Uh, keep those t- texts coming four three seven nine six eight. You guys have been awesome today. If you are if you are new to the show or if you you are tuning in and don't hear Dan, it's you're right. It's just me. Uh, we've rebranded Rabo and Co. Hanging out with Zach Cantrell. Uh, the Co. Part of it is is Zach and all the people that contribute to the show, but it's also our texters. So please uh, keep those coming four three seven nine six eighty on our UPS Jobs text line. On the other end, we'll do our horse racing segment for the week uh, here. At ESPN 680, we're going to Low Sal this weekend. How about that? I'm Louis Rabot here, uh, ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Keep playing. Keep working. Keep going. And keep moving with the exceptional orthopedic care at Baptist Health. With an experienced team and a full line of advanced services and procedures, it's no wonder most people choose Baptist to help them keep on keeping on. Visit baptisthealth.com slash ortho to find a Baptist health provider. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in. Man, final hour of the week. Goodness gracious, where does the time go here on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680 1057, part of local programming until 6 o'clock today. Bobby V after me. And of course, roundtable, 3 o'clock mixtape, 5 30 on our air. You can catch the drive uh, 3 to 6 over there on 93.9 as well with our guy Mark Ennis, uh, if you are so inclined. Of course, he's got plenty to talk about on his side of things as well. We want to thank George Zabano's team bringing that lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios, 46 years in Louisville. Yeah, it's that good. Barano's Pizza, they got that dine-out, carry-in option that Dan loves. And you get that mustard out of Tailsville Road. But, of course, George and the team down 
by the bridge across from the Yum Center. Great for this pe- uh, this coming Sunday, uh, the game against Pepperdine. Uh, I've put up the attendance photo uh, attendance uh, figure from the other day for uh, against Arkansas State, four thousand three hundred and seventeen, a new low by one hundred and fifty six. Scan tickets below New Mexico State. Uh, other programming, a reminder: uh, great game tomorrow, North Carolina and Kentucky. Get that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show. Gandolfo and Entz, they've got you around seven thirty. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife wants to remind you to enter that twenty twenty four elk draw on their website. Uh, go do that today. Get in with your buddies. Just a very unique and cool opportunity as well. All right. I promised I would talk about this UK game because, uh, Zach, it's been a minute. And I, and I got a very nice text that, that somebody's been hanging out with me since since I filled in for Bob about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. And I, I appreciate that very much. Since I started here, I think this is the most excited I've been to watch a team that I have to talk about on Monday is for this game. Because I, I think we've all seen watching UK hoops that – the pieces are there. There's no question about if the pieces are there or not. The question is, how far are they going to develop the season? And how high is the ceiling? And I, I think it's a reasonable thing to look at it and know ceiling's pretty damn high. It's pretty damned high, especially since you've got a nice mix of younger guys with a couple of older stalwarts that are going to be consistent throughout the season. You don't have to worry about a Trey Mitchell. We've seen we have a, a very good sample size of him. That guy belongs at Kentucky as the fourth or fifth option on offense and playing solid defense and just being a body in that system. You've got look, you, you've got a, you got Reeves ready. He's going to have his games. Is he going to have off games? He is. But the good news is you have other guys that can actually shoot on this team. You have a Reed Shepard. You have a Dillingham. You have other guys. Edwards, when he's on, can shoot as well. And then you have the two guys from New Jersey who are going to make the difference. And it's DJ Wagner and it's Aaron Bradshaw. Bradshaw on the defensive end as a shot blocker. And and I think eventually on the offensive end as well. And I talked about it yesterday. We'll get back into the breakdown of this game on individual matchups and those things in just a second. But DJ Wagner, with what Cal needs to do as far as how he sets up his teams, he needs two things. You need a rim protector. And it's college basketball, so it's not just Cal that needs this. You need great guard play. It's very simple. Um, And it is cliche for a reason. (laughs) <laughs> and I do think that in this case, um, they match up really well with North Carolina. The interesting part of this game, Zach, is you do get the full experience of a guy like Cormac Ryan, for example, on North Carolina's team, an old grizzled vet, is going up against Justin Edwards. And Justin Edwards, I will say this, I, I, don't, I don't think he's had a bad start to the season, but he has not been the number one overall draft pick that some people have told us he is either. And these are the kinds of opportunities, and it's one of the best things about basketball is you get so many of them. You get 30 opportunities a year in the regular season alone to show what you got. Not many as good as this. In Atlanta, big lights, CBS, evening on Saturday, not many as good as this against a guy like Carmack Ryan that, frankly, Justin Edwards should be better than. He should. Now, in the Herald-Leader article that I'm looking at, I think this is Mark's story, they talk about that matchup being an even matchup. And I think that I think that this is the time as we get into December and these guys have 10 games under their belt, this is the time for them to take that next step forward. And I think for Justin Edwards, that chance is tomorrow. Now, they compare Adu Thiero and Harrison Ingram. This is where the matchup could be really bad. <laughs> Let's be really clear. Now, what's interesting is Thiero is the quietest of the guys on this team. We don't talk about him very much. He's averaging eight points a game and six and a half rebounds a game. And I don't think we talk about it. Because if I told you before the season, that's what a dude Thiero was going to say, was going to, excuse me, was going to say, was going to do. I think you'd say to me, man, I'll take it. I'll take that in a second. With the injuries, with everything else that was going on, a dude Thiero showing up with eight and six and a half is really good. He's shooting over 70% at the free throw line. That kind of stuff. But he is not a Harrison Ingram. Let's be very clear. And I get it. Ingram's a transfer from Stanford. He's, he's a different, you know, he's a different cat that way. But again, he was one of the, you know, he's a McDonald's All-American. He's a streaky three-point shooter for sure. But he's got a, he's got a frame that Thiero just doesn't have. And I think there's a chance of bully ball tomorrow with those two. I'm the, the look the matchup of the day, and I don't think it's close. Is Baycott 
and it's and I just I'm fascinated. So how how does this match up? Because you got Armando Baycott, you got to deal with Armando Baycott. Period. Conversation over six eleven. They list him at two forty. He's got to weigh what two seventy. <laughs> he's a big he's a big dude. Okay, sixteen and twelve this year. Over fifty percent from the field. Do people know that he's the career leader in rebounds and double doubles for the University of North Carolina? Like that's how long I know he's been in college since I was in college. But at the same time, like that's not something. Like we talked about that with Issel all the time. Like that he was still the leading rebounder and a guy. It took a guy like like Oscar to even think about breaking that record, right? Armando's got that at UNC. Baycott's got that. So the question turns into, does Aaron Bradshaw play big boy minutes or do they try to run Trey Mitchell against him? I'm fascinated by that. I wish Bradshaw had been a little healthier, a little bit sooner to get full Aaron Bradshaw experience for this matchup. My goodness. I'm already excited about it. I can't imagine had they had him the whole season. Because that issue that I talked about yesterday and the day before is is going to come to the forefront here with Armando Baycott. He's a limited guy. He's very good, but he's a limited guy. And how how much he's able to guard on the defensive end is about 10, 12 feet out from the basket. That's about it. So a guy like Aaron Bradshaw, if he's good from three tomorrow, look out. If Armando follows him to the three-point line, if they ask him to to guard that way, then you've got DJ Wagner who can create his own driving lane and create absolute hell for the for the Tar Heels. Absolute hell. I hope DJ doesn't fall in love with playing in this game and seeing RJ Davis on the other side in a UNC uniform and think, I've got to go shot for shot with that guy. He can't do it. And it's okay to say he can't do it. He's not that kind of player. R.J. Davis. What's interesting is is build-wise, is that Tanner just screaming in the... Is that Tanner? Who, that was Nick? I, the professionalism around here just it baffles me. All right, so the... <laughs> Joe Flacco! Jamison Hensley! Man, oh, man. I hope he doesn't look at R.J. Davis and try to go shot for shot with R.J. Davis. It's just not going to happen. The other thing that can happen with this team that could be negative is that Antonio Reeves tries to do the same instead of just working within the offense. Tomorrow is one of those games where I think one guy on the floor is going to score 30 points. I think it's that kind of stage. It's that kind of up and down. It's that kind of what are we doing on defense kind of matchup for both teams. Someone's going to score 30 points tomorrow. And I think somebody could score 30 points and not win. I want to be very clear about that. And if the Kentucky guys stay within what they've been doing well, they can absolutely win the game tomorrow. And frankly, they should. I think they're more talented. Is North Carolina older? Yes. Are they bigger? Yes. That doesn't matter to me. That doesn't matter to me. Dan and I went back and forth on this forever. I think Dan and his, if he were still here, he would pick North Carolina tomorrow. If he were being true in his heart of hearts. He'd pick North Carolina. I'm picking Kentucky. I think they get it done. I think there will be stress enough. Just be yourselves. Just be yourselves. Just be yourselves. And then the doomsday scenario, Zach. Cal sees that the other team likes to run, and he tells his kids to slow it down. Doomsday with this team. Cannot do it with this team. Cannot do it. They are not cut for the half-court game. They are not. And I hope they don't go through... A whole game trying to do that stuff. Zach, if I if you had to pick someone that isn't R.J. Davis to score 30 points tomorrow, who is that person? Whew. I think it's probably Antonio Reeves. That would That's my probably. Because Reeves is capable of just having one of those games where he just shoots the lights out. I'll give it you could another, be Reeves. I'll give you another name. Okay. It's Aaron Bradshaw. It's Aaron Bradshaw. Wow. I wouldn't that would now, have been way down the list. The guy who's going to get run and is gonna get a ton, a ton of open looks is Rob Dillingham. He's gonna get his looks. You think Reed could score thirty? <sighs> yes. I don't think North Carolina's going to let him. I, I think being six three will catch up to him in this game. Now if it's R.J. Davis on him, that's a six-foot guy, then maybe he's got an advantage there. If he works within the flow of the offense, Reed Shepard's never – I shouldn't say that. Excuse me. Don't want to use the word never. 
very rarely going to score 30 points mm-hmm. because he's the first pass guy, right? He's the second pass guy. Yes. Now, can he shoot? Of course he can, obviously. But I think I think that that's what we're looking at here. Seth Trimble, Jalen Washington, uh, obviously Jalen Withers is on that bench for UNC. The bench is better for Kentucky. It just is. Having Dillingham and, and Reed off the bench, having Shepard off the bench, is better than whatever they're going to bring. And Texas right there, boom, this is a Dillingham game. It, it it damn well sets up for one. It really does. It sets up for one. That would have been my second choice. Okay. It would have been Reeves and then Dillingham. I, 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 there's something about Bradshaw. I, yeah. I think there's a chance that if they play within their flow and they've got the spacing and they've got they've got some kind of just flow to the offense and they get Baycott uncomfortable, I think they can get him in foul trouble and really open the game up. Baycott, I think they really can. This is going to be one of those games where Baycott either has 20 rebounds or he has like five because he gets in foul trouble I, early. I agree. Uh, Texter, Dan would choose the Tar Heels because Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. The thing is, Dan hates UNC. Hates UNC. I tried to bring that up. I brought it up with Ben Roberts yesterday, and he was like, no, no. People hate Louisville, don't worry. And I was like, eh. What did UNC ever do to Dan? Uh, he played them a uh, lot. Well. I think they were 2-1 and one against him. And Because uh, Dan never talks about LSU that way. He never talks about Pistol Pete that way because he went 6-0 and oh against Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete probably averaged like 50 a game. <laughs> oh, I'm positive he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm sure Rupp is like, he's got to score. It, it's part of the deal. <laughs> you guys just got to move past that. Um, uh, Texter, Heard is going to fire KP tomorrow during that UK-UNC game and hire Jay Wright right in the middle of the game next Thursday just to, te- just to test UK's obsession for all things UFL. <laughs> That'd be great. Um Tom Creed looks like the guy that received a nuclear wedgie from his brother in law brothers in law Jim and John Harbaugh at a Harbaugh family outing, and then Jim Jim Harbaugh would hang him up by his underwear on a hook in the hallway. He does. It's so true. <laughs> Tom Creed. <laughs> oh man. So there you go. That's my take on the game tomorrow. I, I I'm legitimately it's as excited as I've been to cover a game, period. Um I wish it were up. I would be going. I, or or anywhere that I could drive. Your boy can't go to Atlanta on the spur of a moment. I'm not Mark Blakenbaker. I can't just do that. Is that not a good joke? It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> uh, Texture, all older UK fans and players hate UNC more than anyone. Maybe Indiana second. I thank you. Thank you. I That that was my sense, too. Ben was very fervent yesterday, which is fine. But, I, I man, I, I really felt that way, too. I'm a little surprised that that was, uh, that was his answer yesterday because I, I do think – he even he you know because he put Duke on that last that list too, but that's a '90s thing, right? I'm talking about I'm talking about those earlier eras, Joe B and earlier kind of thing. Yeah, I think those guys definitely hate UNC because you hear Dan, man, Dan, Dan. <laughs> talk about Dean Smith, dude. I love it. <laughs> Maybe we get Dan back on on Monday for a reaction. If UNC played Louisville, who would Dan root for? <sighs> Louisville, no question. I think it's close. I, I'm telling you, the, the man hates Tennessee and he hates UNC. That's that is the list. That is his hatred. Duke was a nothing when he was playing. Yeah, and they never played Louisville, right? And they didn't play Louisville. That's right. Oh man, the, the way, just the, like sitting across from him talking about UNC was different, man. Oh, it was the whole thing. Hey, if you are just joining us, we are doing a Capital One Bowl Challenge uh, on ESPN.com as part of this show. Uh, we've had uh, a, a solid about 10 people sign up during the show today, which is fantastic. If you need the link, 437-9680, go ahead and text in um, the, the show, and I will gladly send you the link. Uh, obviously, the bowl games start tomorrow morning, so maybe you get in uh, before then. Uh, it is a confidence pick, which I think is very funny. And um, let's make sure that you get in here. We've got prizes from our friends out of Buckler Farms, from Red Hot Roasters, and, of course, from Chef's Cut Pizza. Uh, get you taken care of. Uh, when the bowl season wraps, uh, wraps up as well. Uh, again, 437-9680. Happy to text you uh, the link for our bowl challenge here on and Co. Uh, it's and Co. ESPN Louisville is the name uh, on the ESPN Fantasy site there at ESPN.com. Uh, texter Adam Silver looks like. Ooh, can I read that? Oh, that's from Levitard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last person you see before you're cryogenically frozen. That's true. <laughs> no one does that quite like Levitard does, for sure. All right, uh, let's take our first break, the second hour. I'll come back. We'll talk horses. Zach will have his stupid horse racing question. 
Uh, keep those texts coming, 437-9680. You guys have been awesome today. If you are if you are new to the show or if you, you are tuning in and don't hear Dan, it's you're right. It's just me. Uh, we've rebranded Rabo and Co. hanging out with Zach Cantrell. Uh, the Co. part of it is is Zach and all the people that contribute to the show, but it's also our texter. So please uh, keep those coming, 437-9680 on our UPS Jobs text line. On the other end, we'll do our horse racing segment for the week uh, here at ESPN 680. We're going to Los Al this weekend. How about that? I'm Louis Rabot here, uh, ESPN 680, Uh, for me to text you before the end of the show, 437-9680. We do have a link for our bowl contest if you want to get in. Red Hot Roasters, Chef's Cut Pizza, and of course our friends out at Buckler Farms. We put together a bunch of different prizes for our top three finishers in that group. Go ahead and get in. You can also search for Bow & Co. ESPN Louisville at the ESPN.com fantasy site. Uh, or you can go to the top of my Twitter feed, at Radio Louie, and go find that as well. Just want to get as many people in as possible, and mostly as a thank you from me. Uh, so many of you hung out with Dan and me for you know a year and a half or whatever, and with Dan before that, sticking with me through the 10 o'clock hour here on ESPN 680, 105.7, the 10 o'clock show. Appreciate you very much hanging out with me. Um, if you are... Uh, if you've missed any part of the show, you can go back to the podcast center, ESPNLouisville.com. You can check that out. Someone did ask, hey, man, I missed that pick three and your suggestions there for Sal today. Is it going to be anywhere? Yeah, I, I made the decision during the show. I'm going to put it on the on the uh, gold book today. That'll be up around 3 o'clock, goldbookbets.com. All the betting today is either West Coast or at Turfway, so it's later in the day um, for those races. So we'll put it up around 3 o'clock today, goldbookbets.com. Cost you nothing. Uh, we just want you to go find first-gen sports and the work that we're doing over there as well. I'll have a new Derby rankings up this weekend after the low South fraturity uh, texture from trap to low rider. What an incredible range for the today. You, you know what? You're damn right. That's Zach Cantrell. He's got range. Deal with it, people. All right. Good enough. All right. So is it funny or awesome that Alabama hired the assistant that got fired as part of Michigan's ongoing investigation? Both of those things. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that's both. That's right. Yeah. Uh, if people don't know, awesome entropy music, keep it. I, I, I'm with you, man. I, it's, it's good stuff. Zach's, no, Zach's going to be all over it. I, I, that's one of my favorite things about Zach so far is the, is the music choices. Doing a good job. Um, look, so we're talking about uh, George Hilo, who was the was he the linebackers coach at Michigan. He was, yes. In 21 and 22 under Jim Harbaugh, they parted ways in January, shortly after they brought back Chris Partridge from Ole Miss. He will not be one of the on-field assistants, but he will be part of the preparation for one versus four in the CFP Michigan and Alabama. Zach Fair, foul on this. Um, I know it's 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 against Michigan, so I'm sure it's fair. But generally for you, is this fair or foul? For me, this is absolutely fair. Generally, this is absolutely fair. There's okay. no question about it. This isn't a Michigan thing or an Alabama right. thing. This is fair. Like if, just fair. if you get rid of a guy yep. and somebody else wants to hire him, Fair game. 100 k for this game is definitely worth it for Alabama. No right? question. No question about it. And I think that's what we're seeing here. I think it's that. Throw the guy 100 k bring him in for a month, and just do it. Anything right. you can do to gain an advantage, you got to do it. Yep. By the way, Hilo's been a lot of places. Uh, he worked at Florida State. He worked at Georgia. He worked at Michigan. So this guy isn't a slouch, right? I mean, it, you don't – I mean, for all the things we can say, Zach, and, and you know, Zach's from Columbus, and I'm, I went to Michigan State – you don't become the linebackers coach at Michigan because you're a bum, right? I mean, that's not that's not a thing, no. right? And so this is when, um, you know, you can get this guy in. I just think it's more about the scheme and about what they like to do and what the, you know, less about, I mean. That's right. Not to make the joke. It's not about stealing signs. It's literally about scheming, period. And, right. and so I think that this is an obvious and good hire for Alabama, something that we'll watch in the coming weeks uh, as well. We did talk about uh, Thursday Night Football already. Um, last chance again, uh, 437 I'll send you the link uh, to our bowl challenge. Oh, there we go. Great. Another one came down. This is fantastic. Um, and these are Sometimes these are people, too. Ralph is the name on that one. Ralph has never texted the, show, the station before and is getting in on this. And I know there are 
thousands of people out there listening that never text our station and, and anything else. And so this is a cool opportunity to interact with those people. Ralph, appreciate you listening. Thanks for uh, jumping in on our bowl challenge as well. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Texter, so when is Louis going to team with uh, uh, with Rig since you are both uh, uh, single fathers on the air now? <laughs> Single fathers, I know what that means, but that's good. Um, team with Round Eddie. How long? How long do you think I would last doing a show with Round Eddie? How many shows, Zach? Uh, You've been around me now. You know the demeanor. Yeah, you know yeah. all these things. Yeah, I'll give you a week. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how Andy did it for like four years. Are you going to quit? Like maybe three days in, you going to do like Vontae Davis and quit at halftime? <laughs> do what Brandon Staley should have done. I'll just I'll just mail it in and then demand full payout like any pay. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> walk away. Yeah, oh yeah. man. <sighs> Jalen Milrow's coming back. Did that catch you off guard at all? No. Okay. Because I, I I think that's the kind of guy. What Alabama can get together? What six seven hundred thousand for him? Yeah. Right. Easy. No, have a nice year. Sure. Make some money. Bank some money. Frankly, you really think Jalen Milrow's an NFL quarterback right now? I don't. Oh no. No no no. no. <laughs> to be fair, Louis stealing sides is the definition of scheme. <laughs> Good. Keep them coming. Four three seven nine six eighty. If you need that uh, at link for the uh, for the bowl challenge, I would love to get as many people in as possible. Just have as much fun as we can. All right. Uh, what else do I want to get into? I just look. I, I've kind of you know I pinged the wife uh, yesterday. Text message. Hey, you know I might be doing some extra some extra work at the station this weekend in case something does happen. Nothing's been announced to us. I want to be very clear about something. Nothing's been told to us as far as board meetings or or availability or whatever else. Um, so I don't I don't know if things can move as quickly as that. By the way, it's also telling that I know the process for this. <laughs> and everyone listening knows the process if they've been in this town for longer than two years. I mean, it's, uh, ugh, it's just, ugh. Um, I'm looking forward to the UNC-UK game tomorrow. Zach, I never got your full prediction. I don't think we're going to have a line for that game before we get out of here today. Um, but UK-UNC in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Are you leaning a certain way in that game tomorrow? Yeah, I'm leaning toward the Cats. I think the talent okay. overwhelms North Carolina. Okay. I think the Tar Heels is the more experienced team, but I oh, think sure. the size advantage that Kentucky has is going to be a big difference. I think they'll contain Armando, Armando Baycott, and I think we're going to get one of those games out of Dillingham or Reeves. One of them scoring 25, 30 points. It just feels like an explosion waiting to happen. So I, I'm taking Kentucky. Uh, even though in the previous segment I said, or earlier, around 11 o'clock, I said, it would be best for UK for guys not to try to make this one of those games where it's, I got to put up 35 or whatever. I hope it happens. <laughs> I hope it's just RJ Davis down the court, bucket. Reeves down the court, bucket. RJ Davis down the court, bucket. Reeves down the court, bucket. Or whoever it is. Just like that I mean, game just, a couple years ago. Just buckets, man. I just yep. want to see. I, I just, there's so much bad college and, and, and pro sports as far as scoring. Like how many? If you're a Patriots fan right now, Ugh. right or whatever, uh, a Raiders fan before last night, whatever. Right. Like just, bleh. I just I would love a, a college basketball game with just a bunch of run. By the way, just a killer, just a killer set of games this weekend. Oh, absolutely. UConn Gonzaga tonight in Seattle. That's mm-hmm. a fantastic game. That game's not till ten o'clock tonight. What a perfect, a perfect nightcap to the work week. That ten o'clock game. Out there, out west, UConn is actually a four and a half point favorite in Seattle. Well, they played in the Elite Eight last year, and UConn that game was over before. It I started. understand, and UConn is man. What a weird thing to say out loud. It might be, it might be better. They might be better this year. I agree. Uh, it's it's stunning, but whatever Hurley's got going up there, Kamani Young, all the guys up there, they are rolling. I mean, it is just absolutely rolling. Um, the other games tomorrow, Kansas obviously visiting uh, Indiana. I, I expect Kansas to win that game. Mm-hmm. I expect it not to be close, unfortunately. But I do think, I do think again, I mentioned it earlier for the guys on the UK sideline. For Indiana, what an opportunity, man. Oh, that- Get that game at Assembly Hall and, and, and say whatever you want. And I know the, the jokes around here about Musty and the candy store, whatever. They do it right at Assembly Hall, man. That's going to be... It's going to be bonkers tomorrow. That's a resume booster if you can get it. That's it, one that carries it, you the rest of the season. 12 o'clock, 12.30 game, CBS, Assembly Hall. That's college basketball. Kansas, Indiana. Kansas, Indiana. Huge. It's just college basketball. And that's to have those two games on the same day is just fantastic. Obviously, uh, we mentioned the UNC-UK game. 
just so many, like, what does the Tennessee-NC State game look like? Yeah. That's tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. They're out in San Antonio. I do have one complaint. Talk to me. Arizona-Purdue's only on Peacock. What are we doing? It's number one versus number three. Can we put it on over-the-air NBC? Yeah. Can we just put it on NBC or CBS or something? Like, look. I'm an Ohio State guy. Ohio State-UCLA should not be on CBS ahead of Arizona. Oh, no. What are we doing? Yeah, no. Put... And I I didn't even mention that game because it was so obviously the best game of the weekend. They're playing that game in Indianapolis at the uh, the NBA arena. Yeah. That's what I should probably figure out. But if you had to guess, get in price for that game. Ooh. Um, This this will tell you the hype for Purdue this year. It's legit. 250? Okay, it's not... We're talking college basketball yeah, at, at an NBA arena, but eighty-eight dollars, man, 88. that is a lot of money. I'll give you an idea. So in, um, do 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 do. What's a what's a good comparison game? The what's Kentucky the, game. The yeah. Kentucky game. Thirty-seven bucks. The Purdue the game is is more than double. Wow, that's the hype around Purdue right now. And I get it, man. I do. I get it. It, it sucks that Matt Painter's the coach, <laughs> and he hasn't gone to the Final Four yet. But um, but that's a. Texter, Louis, is there any concern with the Bruiser Flint presser? With Cal, I just don't read into press conferences, man. I just don't. I just don't. Because he just, there's just so much lying. <laughs> it's just, you don't get an honest, an honest press conference from UK basketball. It's okay to say. You just don't. Oh, I haven't seen him. You liar. Of course you've seen him. What are we doing? Right. Oh, man. Um, uh, Texts are asking, is that gold book ready to take down the Turfway carryover tonight? Zach, there's over 100K seated, essentially, in the pick five at Turfway tonight. So, yeah, it should be pretty wild. Uh, Texter, yeah, they should put the CBS Sports Classic on Peacock. Who is this joker? <laughs> Texter. You know what I meant. <laughs> Texter. Yeah, they should all be on broadcast TV. That, what it should be, frankly, is, and I'm hoping, I have, that, I have YouTube TV. I'm hoping I can put a couple of the games in that multi-view uh, tomorrow as well. Indiana is my number one most hated program, but I believe when Assembly Hall is rocking, it's the best environment in the nation, in my opinion. I, I, I would put it up there for sure. When that place is, I've been in there, man. When it's going, and and they do a good job for you know, for the billionth time. I went to Michigan State. Breslin's great, and the Izone is great. How they do the students. Assembly Hall is different, man. It's 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 different. It's loud, 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 loud. Um, yeah, another mention of the Beth Haven head coach. <laughs> His name is Michael Stinnett. How about that? Thank you for that text. Last chance. Bowl challenge. Rabot and Co. ESPN Louisville. Go find it either at my Twitter feed, at Radio Louie, or I will text it to you right now. 437-9680. We've got a set of very good prizes from our friends at Chef's Cut Pizza, Red Hot Roasters Coffee, and, of course, over there at Buckler Farms. Bucklerfarms.com. I want to give them a shout-out because we're getting close to Christmas, man, and, and holiday parties and different stuff. Get in. Bucklerfarms.com. Just the best stuff. Nate and his wife, they do a great job. The food is unbelievable. The product, the, the quality is so high. It's so good. So local. Brought to your house. Uh, I cannot cannot stress it enough. Uh, just the absolute best. Um, if you missed any part of the show, you can go back to the podcast center, ESPNLouisville.com. Check us out there. Thanks again to Barnos and the team down there, George's, by the bridge. Uh, after 26 years, and the announcement is coming, they are saying bye to the bridge. 26 and a half years at 2nd and Main. They are relocating. Their last day there will be Saturday, December 23rd. So they got you covered on Sunday. Two special events to celebrate. Coming up on Wednesday, Chrissy's Last Lunch. Chrissy Helstern has been the customer service princess at Barron's by the Bridge. If you've been down there for lunch at all, you know exactly who that is. Since July of 97. She's done all she can do in running the restaurant. Help her celebrate her last day this coming Wednesday. And then on Friday... This coming Friday, a week from today, Baranos Family Reunion. They've, we've called it a dysfunctional family many times through the years. They're inviting all their past employees back to celebrate. So if you've ever worked at a Baranos Pizza, check them out downtown. Live music by Strumbeat, Aaron Crane, Chris, and Butch Rice as well. Yeah, it's that good. Baranos Pizza. Check out those events this coming weekend. Or excuse me, this coming Wednesday and next Friday down there. Great partners of ours here at the station are Baranos Pizza. And, of course, whenever we need something, uh, in this town as a fundraiser. Boy, do they step up, yeah. and we really appreciate them as well. Programming this weekend, again, Louisville basketball will have it for you on 93.9 Taylor Lynch with the Coors Light postgame show after the Pepperdine game. We'll have the Ravens game as well. It's a Sunday nighter presented by Liquor Barn on 93.9, uh, 750 pre, 820 kick against the Jags, and the Kentucky Fish Wildlife postgame show tomorrow. 
that's going to be a fascinating one, Zach, because I, I really people have shown a, a ton of restraint and patience with this team because they see the pieces, they know what's there, and they know that if they put it together, they're going to be a tough out in March. Be interested after the outcome tomorrow against UNC how people are feeling, uh, good or bad. Frankly, I, I think it's going to be a fascinating day tomorrow. And a fascinating show tomorrow night with Gandolfo and Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. They remind you to enter that elk draw on their website for 2024 as well. Hey, another week of shows. Wanted to personally thank people for hanging out. Text line's just been awesome all week. I'm so happy I get to do something like the Bowl Challenge with people. It's been really great getting to know Zach. Um, you know, not just the music, but the, the man himself. I really like our talks before the shows and after the shows. Been really fun. We're obviously going to keep it going. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, we hope you will be as well after all these games this weekend. Uh, man, oh, man. What do you think you would set the spread at then for UK-UNC? Like two and a half, one and a half, something like that? Yeah, Close, basically right? a pick em. Yeah, basically pick them, right? Yeah. And probably for UNC, right? Just bet money line one way or the other. There's no reason I think that's to probably bet spread. Right. Yeah, right. If you think UNC is going to show up with the old guys and do it, then yeah. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's reasonable. No, I'd probably... Or, or vice versa. Probably UNC one and a half. Yeah, something like that, right? One, one and a half? Yeah. 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 Basketball doesn't like the push. You get a lot of the hook. You get a lot of half points of basketball. <laughs> I think you're probably right on that. What do you think the Louisville Pepperdine uh, number is going to be? Can Pepperdine be favored by like five? I might put it. <sighs> it's the mid-major game of the week. Dude, it is the mid-major game. <laughs> uh, well, if something does happen, um, and you have been around this town at all, you know we will have you covered here at ESPN Louisville. Do an extra programming. We will take your calls and texts and all those things. I saw Paul Rogers. They'll have Fast Break Friday after this. You'll get two guys who sit courtside for those right after me. 3 o'clock, you get the you get the roundtable. You get the mixtape today at 5.30. Uh, the drive 3 to 6 over on 93.9 with our guy Mark Ennis as well. Hey, everybody. We'll be back on Monday at 10 o'clock. Have a great weekend. We hope you're back on Monday as well. I'm Louis Rebeau for Zach Cantrell. This is Rebeau Co. here ESPN 680. Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. Help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.